Hey lovelies, it's a Lady D here, Miss Shannon, and Sedania. On today's podcast, we're actually going to be talking about um, grief, you know, and just trying to get past it and how do we go through it and how do we even deal with it. I mean, with so much going on right now with, um, you know, the coronavirus and just different things. You know, we're just checking in on you guys to make sure how you guys are doing and see how you guys have been dealing with it, you know. So, which lady would like to start first? Um, I guess I'll start. Mm-hmm. I know me dealing with grief, you know, this year is actually the, f- the fifth anniversary of not only my son Joshua, who was born March 17th, but also passed away july 5th and this will be like i said the fifth year of his birthday and his passing and i know me dealing with grief in the beginning because i knew he was sick but i still believe god that it wouldn't be unto death when you know when god was talking about you know he's gonna make him whole and stuff i didn't understand the wholeness part when he actually made me whole means not being physically here but being whole as where is in heaven that he has no more pain, no more sorrow. And I'm not going to lie. You know, I felt like while my son was sick and when he called it, I felt like I had started the morning from there because I didn't know from then that the Lord was going to take my son, you know. And um, for me, it's a process. It's not something that, okay, you're more for a day, you'll get over it. It's... um. I don't think anybody mourns for it's, a day and just it's, get over it. It's moment by moment. It's minute by minute. It's hour by hour. Literally. That's how I feel. Because it's be like, and also I feel like it also comes in waves. Like one minute I could think about my son. I'll just be like, oh. But then in the next minute I could think about him and I'll be boohooing. And like I always tell people, don't let nobody tell you how long you should mourn for a person who has passed away. Because some people feel like, okay, you've been mourning for how many years you need to get over it. Sometimes it takes that long for people to get over it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of people fail to realize also in mourning, it's hard on the person who's lost someone. Because even with you, Miss Shannon, I remember you said to me, you heard somebody say, you don't really realize how much it hurts and how lonely it can get till the phone stops ringing. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, okay. And you actually went through it where you said, oh, my God, like it was like a a deafening silence once the phone stopped ringing yeah. and people stopped saying, hey, are you OK? Mm-hmm. Because though somebody else may get over it in two days, like, oh, my God, I went to the funeral. Jeez, it was a beautiful service. Mm-hmm. You, the person who's buried somebody, don't get over it. No. Mm-hmm. It's and the constant reminder of a birthday mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. maybe a date popped up or something has happened mm-hmm. on that, you know, with that person. You know what I mean? Um, I know for me, I, I work in the field where I work with um, adults with disabilities. Um, and for me, I didn't realize how close you get to them and how they become family. They're not just clients that you take care of. So when we lost someone, I remember the whole group home was just distraught to see management break down crying was like oh my god you know what i mean grief is you know even with my aunt you know i got the news on my way home 
I got the call from my mother like, hey, listen, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm on my way going home. And she was just like, okay, call me when you get home. You know what I mean? She didn't tell me, you know, till I got home. So mm-hmm. I, I know what it's like because it's it's a... It's like it's the moment when your heart stops. Yeah. Like your heart yeah. literally stops getting that news. But I know also, Sedania, you were talking about just even grieving finances. Some people, you know, it's grief may not always be somebody, you know, losing somebody. It could be losing something. So what were you saying in terms mm-hmm. of that? Or even like, um, like just in, in 2020, people lost a lot. Like people, yeah. people lost their minds, you know, people lost their hope. You know, mm-hmm. they're grieving those things, grieving security because Jobs they feel like, and, yeah. you know, well, what am I going to do now? You know, yeah. and it hurts. And it's the uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And and with grief, it's, it's not really something that you just kind of get over. I think you just learn to live with it as far as grieving people go mm-hmm. sometimes. And, you know, moves forward because that hurts. You know, it's like you see them one day and now you don't see them anymore yeah. you don't hear their voice anymore it's hard you yeah. know so i mean i don't know how anybody else copes i know for me it's i like to have my time by myself i like to listen to music because i realize for me like that's that's what we're talking about when we say we're checking on you um ladies and gentlemen listening because we don't know who's grieving a loss of a job a loss of a home um, a loss of stability, a loss of a loved one, yeah. just even a loss of yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize you can grieve losing because I've, I've had times where I'm just like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Yeah. And you can grieve not mm-hmm. even knowing who you are yeah. anymore. You know what I mean? So that's why I said we're here checking on you guys because, you know, I might like listening to music and locking myself away. Somebody might scream. Mm-hmm. Somebody might fight. You mm-hmm. never know what it is. Mm-hmm with me what I felt weird was like I said the Lord prepared me and it got to the point where you know when I see my son he was suffering I said you know what Lord I will be selfish to ask you to keep him here when I know he's in pain and I said this is your child I said it's okay you can take him you know I had to get myself to the point can you say would you say that you found solace? In I found solace. Yeah, I did. I found solace that he's not in pain anymore. And it's crazy because, um, you know, the day before he died, which was July 4th, I went up there and I, you know, it's, I'm telling you, when they say a mother knows, mm. you ish the truth because I remember even before he coded, when I seen him, there was this peace that I could not explain over my son. And he I looked, felt he didn't look like he was in pain anymore. No pain. And then I, I felt this this feeling like in calm? my chest. It, it was calm? just this calmness. It was it was this weird, it was just this, the point of like it, I just knew something was gonna happen. And that that next day he coded, and then like when we went up to the hospital, they was like, okay, what do you want to do? And at the time, my husband was like, do everything you can. And I didn't feel right in my spirit because I said, you know what, I want to let the Lord decide because at the end of the day. You know, he's tiny. He's, he's was, he was fighting for his life even before then when he was in my belly. They said that um, I was supposed to actually had miscarried him. It should have went that far. And then they told me, oh, 
when he was born, he's going to be born stillborn. You know, even with my son, I almost died with him. I lost half of my blood supply because the placenta rush, I almost bled to death. I was I supposed to that. have him naturally, but they had to rush me. They had mm -hmm. to rush me into um, to emergency C-section. So it was like, you know, I went through a lot with this little boy. Mm -hmm. So when I got to the point where I seen him suffering, I honestly was like, you know what? Is there a way you could resuscitate him and not push it on him? Because when they brought him back, he was going for like over 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. So by the time they brought him back, his organs start to shut down. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, you know what, Lord? Mm -hmm. It was a lot. I was wrestling with it. It was it's never an easy situation. That, can you say that you've gotten stronger through this? Through yes. Through grief? Through I, I, seeing? Yeah, I believe. Can I you describe have, it? Um, um, I will quote my, I have a, I have a friend that had lost her daughter mm -hmm. to um, cancer at a young age. And ah. she used to say that, you know, God was her legs, that she's standing on God's legs. And I could not understand until I went through it with my own son, how the strength mm -hmm. that you get. It's, it's this type of strength that you didn't even know that you had, mm -hmm. you know, knowing that, you know, I was to the hospital where he goes, don't let me know that he's leaving because I didn't know if I was going to be able to handle that. Mm. And they still call me. They said, you need to rush. And I was like, I was told I didn't want I didn't want y'all to call me. I just wanted to call me until after he passed. But I promise you, there's a lot of things that doctors say he couldn't do. They would say you would never hear him cry. I heard him cry. And it was one that. thing that they said that he would never lift off the machines. When I got to the hospital, he was already off the machines. I thought my son was already gone. But when I went to go touch him, he jumped up and looked at me. And I let him know, Josh, it's okay. You can go. So I took, I saw him take his two last breaths, and then I went to go look for my husband because unfortunately that same day my daughter ended up having a stomach virus, so it was kind of crazy that day. But I let my parents and my other son have their goodbyes, and my sister Miss Danny she came up there and to tell you, I, I everybody was holding him because we had like t time for him. People came, my family came, people from my church came, mm -hmm. and my mother had said to me, she said, you know the strength and I keep telling people it was not me it was God because you know what's funny I remember that day that's why I asked you about the strength because I remember that day I went up to the hospital yeah, she and I held him and I was a mess and yeah. she was comforting me yeah that's why you you never know how you're going to deal no. yeah. with with you know while grieving mm -hmm. you know what I mean like she was comforting me just like when my you know my aunt passed away everybody kept things from me because they knew I had at that time thank god I'm not that person anymore I had anger issues so they know they knew that there was going to be certain things that would make me react so that day at the funeral I watched certain people cry and I'm holding them up meanwhile you know meanwhile you know I didn't I didn't get a chance to grieve. I think I cried that one day, the day I found out. Mm -hmm. I cried when she was going down. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I was just... I don't know if it's a numbness. I think it was a numbness I, for me. It, it, where I couldn't... I didn't feel any particular way. Mm -hmm. I was literally... I don't want to say numb. Because numb is like... Sh I want to yeah. say shut It's down. just... I just didn't feel anything. You just... I don't... I, I, like I said, I can't... Like just existing. Yeah, you just basically existed. And it's like... You know, I think 
also what is it that also being strong for others when you see everybody else break down mm-hmm. you feel okay everybody's i can't break so my down question right to you is do you feel you were able to be strong for me and everybody else because you already knew and you already prepared yourself yeah i mean the lord prepared i mean and the thing is that you could like the lord because i'm not gonna lie i just knew the lord he was gonna pull through and come out the hospital the lord I'm not prepared my heart when he when mm-hmm. i saw when i went and i literally had a heart to heart with god and i was like you know lord i said and then the other day, like I said, I, I'm a mom, and I always choose what's best for my children before I would choose what's best for myself. Always. And the best thing. Y'all gotta excuse us where we're at. It is like super windy here, guys. Oh, it is. Well, I'm watching things fly by. So the whole okay. box, That's how y'all felt. Oh. Oh. And um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What was I saying? Like I. Jesus. You spoke to the Lord. Yeah, I spoke to the Lord. I had a heart to heart, and it's like. I did what was best for my son. And at that time, it would have been selfish for me to ask God to keep him here, knowing that it would have been harder for him because he would still have to be on the machines. Mm-hmm. He would have to be basically 24 hours a day being cared for. Mm-hmm. And I just like, you know what, Lord, you can take him. Now, for somebody out there that's listening, I think you would be best to help them. I know you said you went through a time where you were just angry with God. Like, oh, girl. Even though you spoke to God and God let said me. or you felt comfortable in knowing that God was going to um, yeah. you know, you know what you, was, well, what did you say? You said God f- told you to come. Yeah, my You still faith, were angry. I didn't realize it until literally a couple of years later. It didn't happen right away because all something I felt like there was a disconnect. That mm-hmm. I had an issue of trusting anybody, everybody. Mm-hmm. Couldn't understand why mm-hmm. I couldn't really trust anybody because I didn't really get to root of it. Because at the end of the day, I was still dealing with my son. I was still dealing with my children. I was still dealing with other issues that was going on. Mm-hmm. And the Lord had to let me know, but like, listen, you're angry at me. And I was like, Lord, I'm not angry at you. He's like, no, you're really angry. And he had to literally let me know, listen, you know. You got to be honest because at the end of the day, my faith mm-hmm. was, it was a major hit on my faith because it's like, look, how can I trust anybody that the one person that they said I could trust, I could no longer trust because he said he was going to heal my son and he didn't, mm-hmm. you know, and I felt now, guys, betrayed. I need y'all to hear that. She was saying that she felt betrayed because he said he would heal her son, but she also said that he did let her know, like, listen, you have to let him go. So it was like... Yeah, and like, and like you know, yeah, I was torn. I was like, yeah, basically, torn? I was like, you know, you said you was going to heal my son. You said you was going to make him whole. But I didn't understand that the wholeness that he was talking about, and I was thinking it was two different things. Mm. My son is healed. He's healed. He has no more pain. He's in. He's beautiful now. He's he's not in pain. He's not sore. He's not crying. And he is whole. God has made him whole. And in his new body, his glorified body, mm. he is made whole. I didn't see that part. And then the thing is that because of that my faith took a hit and I had a problem trusting because I felt like if I can't trust God I can't trust nobody Mm -hmm. because I felt like he betrayed me and like I said it took years because I would pray and I still felt disconnected Mm -hmm. or I would you know I was still trying to be in that space as a witness Miss Shannon used to walk around with 
anger. And I, and that's not her spirit. Anybody who knows this woman knows she's not an angry person. So to see that anger, it was just like, what's going on? Yeah. What's going I, I, on? I, I, I didn't understand it at that time until God had to show me. And then I'm not going to lie. Once that I admitted to God, I was like, you know what, Lord? I am upset with you. And he let me. I wasn't disrespectful. I didn't curse that God. I didn't do none of that. I just said, Lord. Because hell why? is hot. Y'all you know, play if you want to. I was like, why did you allow this to happen? Why did you say, mm -hmm. like, I didn't understand. And then he had to break it down to me. What I said to you is exactly what I said to you. He is healed. But he's with me. He is whole. But he is with me. And the thing is that, you know, how God does things. Because um, his understanding is not always it's, Yeah, I, you, you know, we can't. Like I said in the word, it said, like, lean not unto your own understanding. And it's like, and then with him, he just like, just for, for me to come and be able to say how upset I was that he allowed me to be upset. And I promise you, once I started to admit that I was hurt and I was devastated, I was upset with him. That's when my healing started to begin. That's when the reconnection between him and me started to happen. That's when I noticed that, okay, when I pray that I can actually feel like he's with me. And I promise you, God will keep his word. Now, mm -hmm. after that, God Say would keep again. his word because I promise you, when the Lord said, and he went through, and he said it to me, he said, I'm going to give you your son back. Then he had our pastor. Pastor was like, came, he was like, God said he's going to give you your son back. And I'm not going to lie, this is still around the time that I was like, mm, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I promise you, a year later, I will never forget my daughter. She was drawing these pictures with rainbows and stuff. And I couldn't understand, like, what's up with her these drawing these rainbows? And then next you know, my daughter said, Mommy, you're pregnant. I said, I'm not pregnant. I know my body. <laughs> she said, I know my body. I know my body. I'm not pregnant. And I said, to prove her wrong, I went to a 99 cent store. And I got a cheap pregnancy test because I knew I wasn't pregnant. But then when that hit the stick, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. You know, and then I realized what happened. And then I, and it caught on, but like, oh, my gosh, like, wait. The rainbows was the covenant, the promise that God had said. And when I found I was pregnant, don't get me wrong, I was scared to death because my son, he had a rare, rare disease. It was Tetaronomy 9P. He was born with an extra chromosome. Mind you, that's not what took him out, though. His disease didn't take him out. The pneumonia took my son out. So if he never, I believe, like, if he never got the ammonia, he probably been here a little bit longer. But I still believe that God was going to take him. But I also started to understand why God did what he did. Because he knew that I was going to have another child. And he knew that taking care of Joshua and taking care of Nehemiah was going to be more strenuous on me. And the stress, because he probably, no, not probably, he also knew the majority of the time I was going to be the one that was going to do it. And a lot of times we can't, we don't understand why God does things the way he does it. Because he sees far off things that we don't see. And he was like, you know what, I'm not, I know that this is going to stress and that stress could have took me out. You know so that saying? being said, as I mean, hopefully you guys are listening. It does help to admit. Admitting that you're hurt is yes. one of the first steps to getting through. I don't know hurt. what you guys believe in. Like we believe in God. Maybe you, uh, what is it, Buddha? I don't know the different things. I know we believe in God. So the higher power, you know, like, whatever higher power you believe in, you know, you have to admit and just lean to whoever you lean to, and. You will get your guidance. It's not going to always be easy right away. No, it's not. Nobody says you're going to bounce back right no, away. But until you admit that you're hurt, yes. you can't heal from That's your hurt. That's the first step. Admitting. If you can't say, oh my God, listen, 
this is hurting me, it's there's nothing you can do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And people may just, when thinking of grief, only think of a person passing away. But as, you know, Sedania was saying, you can grief finances. You can grief homes. You can grief just any, you know, any sort of loss, period. Mm-hmm. Any loss, period. You know what I mean? But you have to admit mm-hmm. you are hurt. Because if you can't admit you're hurt, then you can't heal from it. And, and there's yourself. different ways to go about it. You know what I mean? Like I said, for me, it's music as well as praying. Mm-hmm. For Miss Shannon, it's praying. So then for you, how do you heal? It's honestly, it's having conversations with God. I know that's right. Whatever that means, whether it's praying or just talking to him, yep. like he just right there next to yep. you, which he I is. Do a, I know? do that a lot. Do you ever find yourself where people are looking at you like you're crazy? Because you're literally have your mouth is moving, you're opening, you're talking, yes, and yes. ain't nobody staying. You know. I do it at work. I do yeah, yeah. I, I, I talk to God because I... I can't deal with all this stuff by myself. I know that's right. right. You know what I'm saying? I start mm-hmm. talking to God. I'm like, if you think I'm crazy, that's your business. But this mm-hmm. is how I deal with things going on mm-hmm. around me. You know, it's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, even even as far as like I was saying before about how I can feel someone's sadness or someone's happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, Empathy. I could feel it so heavy. Your and, empath. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to talk. To, you know, I have to yeah. pray for them. I have to do yeah. this. And it's... And it won't leave me alone. Like, I have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's my way. And I have to do it right then and there. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to bother you. Yeah. And please, please, please. Therapy is a thing. Do not think you're please. crazy because mm-hmm. you get therapy. You know no. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if I'm politically cor- incorrect in saying this, but I feel like you might be a little crazy if you don't want to go get that therapy it's and get best. that help. I did. You know I what I'm went saying? through therapy. I had to because mm-hmm. dealing with that. Lost, and then, like I said, I was going through issues with my other child, children, and issues with my marriage. It was a lot going on, and I'm telling you, to go through all of that and to deal with it, I'm telling you, it's nothing but the grace of God that I'm still here, mm-hmm. that I'm still in my right mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I know people that have dealt with extreme loss. And my advice that I always tell them, take it day by day. Take it moment by moment. Because somebody may not be as strong as you are. I've known of people who Mm. couldn't handle that loss. Whether it be a family member, a friend, a lover, their job, their home. Mm -hmm. And their only solution was to kill themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I pray to God that you guys hear this podcast and know that we are here that you can listen to us and we will always encourage you. And there's always somebody out there that you can talk to. Yes. You know what I mean? Even on this podcast, there's there's ways on here that you can actually no deliver a message no judgment to either. us. You know what I mean? No judgment. No judgment. You know what I mean? Never be afraid to say, I need help. Never be afraid to say, I'm hurting. Yeah. Never be afraid yeah. to say, I can't handle it. Yeah. That that's like the heart. I think that's one of the, people feel realize that's one of the strongest things you ever can do in your life is to say I can't handle. Right, it. I can't I handle it. I need. I help. need help. I'm telling you because that's when you have to become humble and let go of your pride. Because I'm telling mm-hmm. you, pride will keep you from not getting help. And at that, sometimes mm-hmm. you be in a point in your life that you go. I don't have to put pride to the side. And be like you know what, I cannot deal with this because. Even with my situation, I could have did anything. I could have numbed the pain. I could have picked up drinking. I could have mm-hmm. been doing drugs and stuff. But I, I chose not to. Don't get me wrong. Not not that's not to say that I never thought about it, because mm-hmm. I did think about it. 
you know, take getting, you know, a bottle and sipping my troubles away. But at the end of the day, what would it solve? It would just be another issue on top of that. And I still wouldn't have gotten results. And, and I, I can tell you from experience, hurt. because I did, I'm not going to lie, liquor was my best friend. If I was happy, I drank. Facts. If I was sad, I drank. If I was no, angry, so I sad. If I woke up and, oh, the sun is shining, I drank. No, if she I like, went to her bed, bottle. I drank. Like, there wasn't a day that went by that I didn't drink. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm telling you from experience, that is not the route you want to take. No. You know, I thank God, you know, that <laughs> I know this sounds a little crazy, mm -hmm. but I was a functioning alcoholic. I can honestly no, admit I was, was an alcoholic. She was. And didn't realize I was an alcoholic. Nope. Because for me, it's like an alcoholic is somebody who's mm -hmm. just all over the place and they can't. Mm -mm. No. If you got to drink to wake up and drink to go to sleep, baby, you are alcoholic. alcoholic. And I was a functioning one. And I thank God that, you know, I've passed that. But what I'm saying is, even when I had that loss, I drank. Mm -hmm. I drank because that's the only thing I knew how to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not beating you up. And there's no judgment if that's what you're doing at this moment. But all I'm saying is, get to a place where that's not what you want to do. Yes. Get to a place where you come out. Because after a while, I literally sat and I stopped crying about just losing somebody now i'm crying because i'm losing myself yes like oh god i can't function so now mm -hmm. i'm mourning and i'm grieving over this person and now i'm grieving over the fact that i can't stop drinking mm -hmm. and i can't function without the liquor so like i like we're saying there's other ways there's mm -hmm. other ways to go about it it's and write temporary. you can write too. and it's temporary yes yes mm -hmm. temporary and also that little tipsy feels good for 2.3 for real and trying to tell you also if you sometimes cannot verbalize it write Oh write my down God! Your yes. Emotions. Yes. Write down I how you books. feel because I wrote, Full. I wrote a lot of stuff down, mm -hmm. things I couldn't verbalize because it was too painful for me to verbalize. And you get, believe it or not, you're more honest when you're writing because you don't have to find the proper words to yeah. speak. You just write literally. So even if it's and yesterday I found the purple pen, mm -hmm. you wrote it just what you said. Whereas yesterday, as I was walking. I'm, down the street i'm you ain't got time for that you write it and you say what it is and i feel like that's the most honest yeah. mm -hmm. i forgot all about that like i have books yeah, yeah I, I have, have i have books. a lot of stuff sometimes i even you know i find myself in the middle of the night feelings that i just want to get out mm -hmm. and i just start singing a song oh say that with, sing with it just too. you know with just how I feel is it doesn't have to be perfect. Ain't no hooks, ain't no chorus. Ain't I'm no real melody. Just feel, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. And when we say write, you don't even necessarily have to write a sentence. You could wake up and feel angry and just write anger. Yeah. Yep. That's you expressing anger. Sad. But I'm telling you, tired. It, over it. Will, it you I know mean, what I mean? It helps. It helps. It, and trust me when I say, you will continue to miss that person. But I promise you. It does get better with I'm, time. With time, I'm. You're I, never gonna forget them. No, but that I think pain of my be as heavy every you. day. I think about him, especially around his birthday, which is coming up, and he was born actually on my dad's birthday. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, you celebrating my dad. You know, celebrate my dad, but then I'm still, still kind of, you know, mourning the loss of my son, but still celebrating my son at the same time. So it's bittersweet. But I promise you. Well, if I go back from then to where I'm at now, you know, God has comfort. I mean, he, even the son that I have now, the Lord named him Nehemiah. And that, I promise you, I was going to name my child Nehemiah. I was going to name him Michael. No lie. Yeah. 
really? gonna name him Michael. Yeah. Okay, cause I, you know, I know I was all her children. So Michael, well, how I was gonna name him Michael. I was gonna name him um um after the archangel. You know, the war angel. I was gonna name him Michael. But then mm, the Lord kept saying Nehemiah, sad. Nehemiah, and I was oh, like, yo, what? Yeah. I mean, it was to the point that I got woken up out my sleep, and I said, okay, Lord. What does this mean? And his name means comforted by God. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. I said, when I say that God keeps his word, when I said this boy, he's everything. And he was a preemie. He came early. He, he, you know, he didn't want to wait. You know? That's my arch nemesis. We fight all the he, time. He was supposed to be born October. He came in September. You. you know, and and, and I go from we were scared because we was like, oh my god, is it like, gonna happen? Is again? it gonna happen again? And mm-hmm. then you know, then you realize, no, he's and just he's, coming early. But he's, he's a fighter. He's a fighter. That little boy's a fighter. And he's named after all his brothers. So you know, even pastors like Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, he gonna have a lot to live up. But I believe he will. Mm-hmm. And God, has, I I can also say from experience that. Yes, you you'll still think about them. Yes, but it won't hurt as bad. And you know from my experience, mm-hmm. I still know down to the date that I lost my yeah my little girl. Mm-hmm. I know down to the date. So every time that day comes, yeah, just a month. And then when that day comes, yeah. you can't call me, you can't text me. I ain't talking to you. Leave me alone. She gets quiet. And I think within the last two years, you've gotten better. I don't even write her name anywhere no. anymore. I just smile on that day because I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And she got a lot of playmates up yeah. there. She got yeah. Uh-huh. You know something too? I just want to touch on it before we, you know, end out the podcast that mm-hmm. sometimes there's people out there that they're afraid to grieve because yes. they feel like they'll forget the person. They, so they feel like they have to hold on to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And it's, it's okay to Trust grieve. me, you will you never forget, forget them. them. You never. They live on in your heart. Never. Child, you know something will happen in that street. Yeah. That will crack you up and be like, remember when? Yeah. Because I have a lot of remember when stories. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, I have a lot of remember when stories. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong to remember them. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, it, it, it's, I'm telling you, you will, you will get over. You, you will. will. You will. It will get better. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not feel like that right now, especially those who have lost so many mm-hmm. people, family members and friends during this COVID pandemic. You know, I know people that have lost, I mean, Family, I have a friend who has lost her mom and her grandmother, you know. And then, how many was with them? the back about like about two to three months? Mm-hmm. And, and when I say that, when people when you hear people say what you go through is going to be for somebody else, yeah, you can help somebody mm-hmm. through it. And, and and I told her, take it day by day, mm-hmm. you know. And she felt the same thing mm-hmm. why didn't God heal my mom? Yeah. You know, what I'm saying she wanted to be healed. You know, and I said, I understand where you're coming from because I felt the same way with my son. I just told her, I said, you know, then God does things that we may never understand. Ever. He has reasons. Ever. And mm-hmm. sometimes he'll let us know, sometimes he won't. Yeah. And we just have to accept that. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, by the grace of God, he will give you strength. He'll keep you. Yeah. And he will He'll keep, keep you. you. He will mm-hmm. keep you in your right mind. Because I know for me, it took me years. It took me years to be this okay because Mm -hmm. my baby boy is eight Mm -hmm. and I lost her four years Mm -hmm. prior to yeah and I'm just tell you it takes day by day I'm just at a place where the date could go by and I could smile and not write Mm -hmm. her name anywhere or not even say oh today's the day Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying 
Just let God do his work. 12 years. That's, it is a process. It's yeah. a process, but I promise my you. My mom still talks about her mother. And my grandmother died when I was a year old. Mm-hmm. And My every mother day, too. My mother. Oh, I miss my mom. I miss my mm-hmm. mom. You know what I mean? We're not saying you're not going to miss them. You're going to miss them, but we're going to say. But you'll be able to, to, to make it through a day. You'll be right. able to walk. Right. You'll be able to function. Yes. But, you know, you, I'm no, when, if, when we say you're not going to forget them, you're not. I am years old. I'm still not telling y'all my age. But just know, <laughs> my my grandma died at one, and my mommy still talks about mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So just, just know that. I, I mean, I, we, we all grieve differently. We all feel it in a yeah. different way. Mm-hmm. Like, we could be family and lose the same person and deal with it differently. differently yeah. It doesn't mean anybody loves anybody um, mm-hmm. a little less. Yeah. Or a little more. You know what I mean? It's how you choose. And grieving does not make you weak. Do not think Please I'm weak because I'm out here crying. Because child, let me tell you. Huh? My grandfather died. I was like that lady in that movie. Lord, take me now. I was all across the yeah, casket. It depends. It's how you choose. Matter of fact, I, had to, I, had to, I was the one that had to break the news to Miss Danny. Mm-hmm. I had to break the news to her. And yeah. I was just like. And, and she, oh, I think I was at work. When, was when, at, when yeah. you called me about Josh. And I was like. Um, sorry, what? Josh, I did she I love got in job? that car and I sped yeah. to that job. Hear me? Yeah. I I was dipping through the good old traffic like she what do you got, no, she got there really quick. Oh, I'm playing play them free. games. I'm uh, playing she them got games. There real quick to that, to no, I don't play those games. I don't games. ask those questions. Just she was just there. You know yeah, and, and I don't ask. And I just like, come and make I my I mean, presents. it's it was hard on everybody. We saw my yeah. sons, you know, my 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 daughter, you yeah. know, and then my younger she couldn't really understand it. Yeah, she was young. You know, but um you know, we get we he did a we did a nice home going. He was our little warrior, so we mm-hmm. sent him out like one. And mm-hmm. I promise you, it's like you will. I'm telling you, do little things yeah. that'll help you through. Like um, I know, like for a couple of years, Miss Shannon would go to the beach on the day of mm-hmm. his passing put and put roses in the water roses. you know what i mean just have something His that you ashes. can do to help you cope the you know first I mean? year that we did we did balloons and we wrote messages mm-hmm. to balloons and we and we let them go we sent them to heaven mm-hmm. that's the first year we i did, remember that you know and like we there's a tree in St. Louis and it was so crazy because i remember that day when our pastor came and when the balloons <laughs> went up the shape that it made we all were like oh, oh what oh, what is happening it was just crazy. Shaped of a J. The balloons went all the way up, and you looked, and it literally, a bunch of balloons yeah. was in the form, form of a J. Yeah. Wow. And we were like, what? That was crazy. And for us, we just we were just like, okay, is that his way of telling us, hey? And I'm telling you, he's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? He is happy. So, yeah. He is fine. He is healthy. The Lord gave me a glimpse of him and just dream. know y'all y'all and gonna be okay he sends me butterflies and that's one thing that i noticed that um that i noticed that sometimes could like well i just want to believe that there's a way of your loved ones letting letting you know i heard that a lot that there's ways of them letting you know i promise mm-hmm. you my son sends me butterflies it don't matter what season it don't matter when where i'm at i went down to south carolina to go visit my sister and i told her i said my son has to have to send me butterflies so i went down there we literally, my husband took a picture. It was a butterfly that landed on the car. And then with someone else, my sister was like, we never seen butterflies like this before. 
Mm-hmm. But I told her, I said, I know that's my son. He's sending me butterflies. He lets me know. And I'm not talking about the, the ghetto butterflies. I'm talking about the... I know you're lying. The mono, we, got, we got ghetto them white, butterflies? The white butterflies. I call them ghetto butterflies. But what, what Miss Shannon know that we don't know about I'm some talking about the monarch butterflies. You see the black and orange butterflies or the black and yellow butterflies? This is what I see. I'm like, wait, why are these butterflies I'm going to go look porch? for a ghetto butterfly. It's the, it's the white butterflies. It's the white I butterflies lie. you see all the time. They just be like, but, hey, how you doing? <laughs> But I'm sorry. Yeah, and I also just want to add too, as far as loss um, in in grief in terms of like your passions. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. experienced that. Like I me used too. to write a lot, and you know they wanted to put me in a special program in the fourth grade because I was writing at a a higher level. Beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. and you know I was doing art and I was. You know, but after a while, so it got to maybe like around my junior year, somewhere between there, my senior year of high school, and I kind of started losing that, and I was freaking mm-hmm. out because you know they're always like, you know, you gotta let us know your plan after you graduate. You know what's what's going on. I didn't know what college I wanted to. go. Mm-hmm. I didn't have no idea because I felt like I was losing my passion. I'm like, wow. God, what is happening? Wow. And I felt lost. I'm like, am I gonna be nothing? You know, who am I gonna yeah. be? And then that's when. You know, I, I and let me tell you how she be out here. She be out here doing this good old makeup. She be beating these faces. For real. But um, we're gonna give you guys the scripture for today. And just remember, guys, like you can make it. You will make it. You will make it. We're here to support you. You know what I mean, Lady D, Miss Shannon, Sedania. We're here for you guys. You know what I mean. Anytime you need, just know you guys got it. Like, you guys got it. And our scripture for today... I'm going to be reading from the book of Revelation. So, Revelation 21 and 4 reads, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor Mm -hmm. crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And the word of the Lord is blessed. Sure is. Yes. And with that being said, guys, don't forget, we love you and you are amazing.